Cow people, it is November 19th, 2020. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report direct message, and I am caffeinated. I chugged a glass of water and I'm ready to roll today. There is so much going on uh, today. Yesterday, I did three stories that just sort of uh, shined a light on just general progressive lunacy across the board, but today there's like just so many things happening at once. I, I hope and assume that some of you watched at least part of this Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell uh, press conference that they just had, where they're beginning to lay out the case for what they are now calling massive election fraud. Just because they're saying it doesn't mean it's true, but they are beginning to lay out the case. We're going to show you some video, and I'll tell you a bit about what they said if you didn't see it. But it, it's seemingly starting to come together, and ultimately, either at this point, these guys are lying and, and at the same time taking down their careers and probably personal lives and any prospects for a, de a decent future on this earth, or they've really got something here. So for all of the people that for the last, you know, roughly 15, 16 days since the election have been saying, well, you got to have some proof, you got to have some proof, of course that is true and correct. Uh, well, now it seems like they're starting to leak some of that out. There was some really interesting stuff that they were talking about, so we'll get to that. We're also going to talk uh, about, I'm going to play some video of a California Republican who had some interesting things to say about Gavin Newsom having dinner, and he had an interesting flip on it. It's a guy by the name of Tom McClintock, who I had never heard of. He's a representative in Northern Cali, but he had a nice flip on what Gavin Newsom has been up to, locking us down while he's having $1,000 plate dinners. Uh, and then two stories that are really kind of one story. In Illinois, uh, they are going to be pushing uh, this concept to, quote, embrace and promote progressive views in schools. Not good, not good. Uh, and directly linked to that, Megyn Kelly is taking her two kids out of New York City schools uh, because of some of the stuff that they were trying to brainwash them. So we're going to link those, those two together. Before I do anything else, though, real quick, I just saw this tweet, and I I felt that this exchange that I'm going to read to you right now and we're going to show you is just like, this is peak 2020. This is everything that 2020 is about. So I don't know who this woman is. It doesn't matter who, he, who she is. Don't tweet at her. Just let it be. But I have to read this exchange to you. So this is a woman. Her, her Twitter is at InTouchForNow. And she tweets, uh, she's in uh, Southern Australia. So she tweets at, hey, SA Police News, that's Southern Australia Police News, for the sake of my stupid husband, who's doing a Karen from Brighton moan, can you please broadcast very specific information about walking the dog? The South Australian police then respond, hi, Andrea, you cannot leave the house to walk the dog or to exercise. She then follows up in a further tweet where she thanks them for... Uh, telling her that and say, uh, you know, basically says, stay safe. But I just thought it was like the perfect exchange of 2020. We have people literally tweeting at police stations as to whether their stupid husband, her words, not mine, are allowed to walk the freaking dog. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. It's just bananas. Uh, but instead of bananas, you know what's good, people? What's good, bananas? Second Thoughts of the Game. It's this year's new favorite party game that's sure to be the hit 
of your next game night. After the election results are made official, if that ever happens, it'll be more necessary than ever to connect with family and friends over some lighthearted fun. David and I host Thanksgiving all the time, and we're going to do it this year despite what's going on, and we're looking forward to playing Second Thoughts after a delicious turkey dinner. The play of the game calls for each team to quickly create a list of words for their opponents to decipher, leading to hilarious bepuzzlement. People love when I say bepuzzlement and laughter. Simply put, it's a classic word-guessing game with a unique twist that allows players to personalize the content with their voluminous sense of word smithery or just their witty and warped imaginations. Each round of second thoughts is a hilarious high-speed attempt to stump the other team. Both teams create a list of five things using the letters revealed from the color dice. Be witty and wise, but don't take too long because time is not on your side. The amount of time it takes you to create the list is exactly how much time your opponents get to guess them. This game gets really fun after a couple glasses of wine or whiskey or whatever your beverage of choice is. Second thoughts, the quick thinking versus fast talking party game. And for the month of November, the game will be on sale at a special price, so be sure to get yours today at secondthoughtsthegame.com. That's secondthoughtsthegame.com or at your local Target store. And now back to me. Okay, people, so for the last hour, it's been streaming all over the place, but you're not going to see much of it on mainstream news. Again, the reality war I'm always talking about. Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, they're Trump's lawyers. They have been making the case. Now, you can say it's all nonsense. You can say, where's the proof? But they are now starting to slowly leak things out, and, and they're making massive allegations. They, they are talking about massive illegal allegations uh, let's go to this video of Sidney Powell. This is just in the last 15 minutes or, or so. Uh, and, well, I don't want to put any words in her mouth, so let's take it away. We're allowed to rig their elections. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government, and we are going to take this country back. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it, and we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. So it, this, is, this is pretty big stuff, okay? Now, she later goes on, and there is other video of this. We were scrambling because it just happened right before we started. Uh, there's other video where she talks about how the Dominion software actually has a function, a drag and drop function, this is, these are her words, where you can actually drag votes from one candidate, give it to another candidate, or outright throw it away, like throw it in your desktop trash can, okay? Now, if they have proof of this, and she's saying that they do, then, and she's also saying that thousands and thousands of votes were changed by this, well, then we really got something, okay? Now, I am not sitting here, Dave Rubin, on November 19th, 2020, is not sit, sitting here saying this is true just because they say it. But let's try it this way. If you're Sidney Powell, you're a respected lawyer for, for many decades, Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York City, got us through 9-11, former attorney general, former lawyer in, uh, in a presidential administration, Reagan, um, 
took down the mafia in New York City. These are people who know how to build a case. These are people who know how to fight the system. Sidney Powell was Michael Flynn's uh, lawyer. Now that doesn't mean they're, they're true. They're, what they're saying is true. It doesn't mean they have some airtight case. I'm literally not sitting here saying that. What I am saying is just at a personal level, like if they're just saying crazy stuff, if they're just making it up and saying crazy stuff, even though they've sworn affidavits, they're saying that they have people on the inside and they're putting together the case. Everyone wants them to just drop all the info now, but that's not, you know, if, if any of you have ever been in any sort of legal proceedings, whether you're in a divorce or a, a civil case or a criminal case, you don't just drop everything. That you, every, the second you get info, you don't just drop it and sh share it with everybody, right? You build a case so you can drop the bomb or release the Kraken, as they say. Now, I'm not even saying there is a Kraken, but what they are saying now is, hey, we know thousands of votes were switched. We know how it happened within the electronic voting systems. She's also calling it a, uh, I think she said, an international conspiracy because votes were counted in Venezuela, like, like a whole bunch of stuff. But the point is, at the personal level, putting aside the political level for a moment, if they're just making it up, like, then, then Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani are legitimately insane, right? Like if they're gonna destroy their professional lives, their careers, but not just that, their personal lives, their ability to get jobs in the future, their ability to be part of respectful society. It's like, if they're willing to do that out of what, misguided loyalty to Trump or, or something like that, like then they're, they're actually nuts and should probably be examined by psychological professionals. I suspect it's not that. It doesn't mean that everything they're saying is exactly right, and this is what they're gonna have to prove, but, but we're in a really, really interesting spot right now, and again, Watch, I dare you, I don't like having to ask people to do this, but watch a little bit of mainstream media tonight. Watch, watch CBS, ABC, uh, ABC, what, CBS, ABC, and NBC. Watch them tonight. Watch CNN tonight. I never tell anyone to do that, I'm sorry. But if you watch them tonight, like, see how they report on this. See if they show you the quotes about the drag and drop, about talking about massive fraud, like whether, the people at ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, et cetera, whether they think it's true or not, like they're supposed to report on the news. This is a news event. Now, if it's a news event of people that are fraudulent liars, well, then you report on that. But when they ignore something, well, then people start going, well, wait a minute, maybe something is here. That leaves people like me going, all right, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta talk about these things. Uh, hey guys, before we get to the other stories though, I want to talk about Glint Card. You know, I've been talking about Glint Card for the last week or so. It really is a super cool way of buying and selling gold and then actually being able to use it. Not just saying, I've got some gold, I can't do anything with it. Oh, it went up, it went down, whatever else. You can actually use it by using your own Glint Pay card, the Glint Card, which allows you to buy products on Amazon or at Starbucks or wherever you go. You can use it just like a debit card and you can choose within the app whether you wanna actually spend gold or you wanna spend your own cash and then you can buy and sell within the app as well and it's all super easy. They take really low fees and all that good stuff. And it's just an interesting way of getting a little more control over your finances. So you guys should totally check it out. And the Glint card is issued by Sutton Bank, which is a member of FDIC, pursuant to license from MasterCard International. It's free to sign up, so go to glintpay.com slash Ruben for more info and to start purchasing gold today. That's glintpay.com slash Ruben to get your gold today. And now back to me. So we'll go from Glint to McClintock.
Did that work? I felt like that was sort of a transition there. That was something like that. So you guys all know the story of the last couple days. Gavin Newsom, our ridiculous governor here in California, who was the mayor of San Francisco, who ruined San Francisco, but then became governor. And he, he wants rules for thee, but not for me. He's up at French Laundry, which is in wine country. He's at a dinner with 12 people. It's indoors, big chandeliers, carpets, thousand bucks a plate. I don't begrudge him any of that. Uh, other than he's telling us not to do that and telling us that we can't have people over for Thanksgiving. Well, uh, Representative Tom McClintock, who is a rare Republican here in California, uh, he was on the, the floor and he had this to say about Gavin. And I thought, it was, I thought it was a nice twist on things. So take a look. Mr. Speaker, I rise this morning in defense of Governor Gavin Newsom, who recently defied his own idiotic COVID edicts as he partied at one of the few restaurants that's not yet been forced out of business. I defend him because he was doing what we once all did in a free society, make our own decisions over what risks we're willing to run and what precautions we're willing to take according to our own circumstances to protect our own health. Yes, COVID is a nasty bug, and a quarter of a million Americans have died while having it. But this isn't the bubonic plague. The CDC's best estimate is that if you're under 49, your chance for surviving COVID, if you get it, is 99.92%. Even if you're over 70, you have a 94.6% rate of recovery. 40% who get it don't even know they have it. And yet we've allowed our officials to ruin our quality of life over it, destroying countless businesses, throwing tens of millions into unemployment, robbing our children of their educations, and shredding our most cherished rights as Americans. Tom McClintock, I don't live in your district, but I like you, and I like the way you took the flip on that thing, because he's saying, in essence, yes, people, we have to make some choices in our lives, and we can't stay locked down forever while our leaders decide to not uh, obey the very laws that they're pushing on us, the laws, the edicts, the all of the all of the nonsense that every day they tell us some new thing can't happen and it's or new some new thing must be obeyed and it's like man how can you run a business how can you live a functional life like this so i like this tom mcclintock and you know one of the things that everyone in california it's so interesting one of the, the things that i find about california more than anything else if you ask anyone in california especially san francisco and l.a you ask them well how's it going here Everybody is like, man, education sucks, the road sucks, there's homelessness everywhere, the drug use, the taxes are high, it's hard for businesses, we're locked down. Like, and, then, and then you go, well, why do you live here? And they go, well, the weather. The weather's nice. And the weather is nice, by the way. It's it, basically the last week here, it's been 78 to 82 and just beautiful, nice and crisp in the morning. I took a long walk with the dog this morning and I was with my buddy and I was like, this is why you pay the high taxes and you deal with all the nonsense. But that at some point becomes secondary to all of the crazy stuff, right? And we are a one-party state, pretty much. So Tom McClintock, you're doing something right. You want to run for governor, dude? Because that, that, that would be pretty great. We do need some people. I know more and more people keep thinking I'm running for governor, but I, I like this. I like this. You know, like the idea I got to go to the state capitol and deal with the lobbyists and the morons. I, I, I just can't do it. Uh, but speaking of uh, education, uh, these last two stories that I'm going to sort of combine into one story, I think they're sort of perfect, and they come out of, you're not going to believe it, guys, totally Democrat-run states, 
Illinois, and New York, and specifically uh, Chicago and New York City. Uh, so Illinois schools are now proposing a rule that would force teachers to uh, promise that they would, em quote, embrace and promote progressive views. So let's uh, get some quotes on this. This is from the Daily Wire. The rule published in the Illinois Register on September 11th, titled Culturally Responsive Teaching and Leading Standards for All Illinois Educators, requires that educators embrace and encourage progressive viewpoints and perspectives that leverage asset thinking towards traditionally marginalized populations. It further states to address systems of oppression a culturally responsive teacher and leader will be aware of the effects of power and privilege and the need for social advocacy and social action to better empower diverse students and communities. Okay, I could go on and on, and again, you can read uh, the full piece at the Daily Wire, um, but I think you get where I'm going with this. They are trying, as if they haven't done it enough, as if the cultural and intellectual rot of the left, of social justice, of critical race theory, of oppress oppressor and the oppressed, as if all of this hasn't wrought enough damage on our systems and our way of thinking and led us to this insane polarized place that we're in right now. Well, now they want it in public schools, not just at places of higher education, which mostly is about getting stoned because I don't think anyone's getting any real higher education at colleges anymore. Um, this is seriously dangerous stuff. The effects of power and privilege and the need for social advocacy and social action to better empower diverse students and communities. Meaning, in, in short, it is judge us on our skin color, judge us on our ethnicity, judge us on our gender and our sexuality. All of the stuff that is the reverse of what the United States was set up to do. And now they are going to, they're gonna infect this into the system so they will actually create a system of systemic racism and systemic privilege and the rest of it. Uh, I should mention that, you know, one of the things when people say to me, Dave, how do you say you're liberal anymore? And I, I barely do say that. It's not, it's not that I am not classically liberal as I have discussed for years and years and years, but in effect, uh, if you're a classical liberal, you're an old school JFK liberal and you, and you believe any of the things that I laid out in my book or I talk about here, like in effect, you're a, you're a conservative of today. Like it just, it just is reality. I don't mind if someone calls me a conservative. I'm trying to conserve America. I'm trying to conserve liberalism. But one of the things that I say often is people will say, well, what makes you a liberal? And I can, you know, okay, I'm for gay marriage, and I'm against the death penalty, and I'm begrudgingly pro-choice. And one of the other ones that I always say is, I feel that there is some level of state education, public education, that is valuable. I'm not sure how much longer I can say that one, because as the state gets taken over by these terrible ideas, which, by the way, Trump was really fighting by getting CRT, critical race theory, out of the institutions, if he's gone and, and these ideas get back in there, it's like, how can I possibly defend that the state should have to educate anyone? Because in essence, they're not educating anyone, they're just indoctrinating people. Uh, but speaking of that very thing, uh, Megyn Kelly, who as you guys know, she's, she's a friend of mine and has been on the show a few times and I'm actually taping her podcast tomorrow, so I think that'll air uh, probably in a day or two after that. Uh, she is actually now taking her kids out of New York schools, and uh, let's go to the quotes from her. It's really quite something. Uh, this is from her, from her podcast where she announced this. It's out of control on so many levels, and after years of resisting it, we're going to leave the city. We pulled our boys 
from their, their school, and our daughter is going to be leaving hers soon, too. The schools have always been far left, which doesn't align with my own ideology, but I didn't really care. Most of my friends are liberals. It's fine. I come from Democrats as a family. I'm not offended at all by the ideology, and I lean center-left on some things, but they've gone around the bend. I mean, they have gone off the deep end. This summer, in the wake of George Floyd, they circulated amongst the diversity group, which includes white parents like us. There are people who want to be allies and stay attuned to what we do, an article, and afterward they recirculated it and wanted every member of the faculty to read it. So what you need to understand here, and if you want, if you want the full context of all of that, you should listen to Megyn Kelly's podcast. But in essence, Megan is saying she's pretty much on the right, right? She's a, she's a conservative, but much like some of the things that I just laid out, gay marriage, I think she's against the death penalty. I'm not totally sure on that one. I think she's a little more open when it comes to abortion. I, I don't want to speak totally for her, but you, you get it. That she, this is not, Megyn Kelly, whether you like her or not, and by the way, some of my audience that's, that's more on the Trump side really doesn't like her, and that's just fine, by the way, um, that this is not an extremist by any estimation. This is someone who comes from a family of Democrats who says right here that she has some center-left views. This is someone who obviously should be able to educate her kids and send her kids to a school that, that is open and pluralistic and all of those things. But in essence, what she's saying is they have gone too far. They have just gone too far. They are injecting racism and everything. They're teaching white kids to feel inherently guilty by the color of their skin. That's called racism, and she's getting her kids out. So I combine that with the story from Illinois that I just uh, went over, because I think good people are gonna start selecting out. I think over the next year, we're gonna see more, of, more and more of this. Good people are just gonna start selecting out of the system, and out of the system, I mean, they're gonna take their kids out of public school, they're gonna do more homeschooling or, or charter schools or school choice. By the way, charter schools and school choice, things that Democrats are against, as they send their kids usually to charter schools and private schools, much like Gavin Newsom does, of course, the governor here, and just like Elizabeth Warren does in Massachusetts. Um, Elizabeth Warren, who also pretended to be Native American so that she could uh, you know, get a job. So you know, that, that's sort of what these, what these people are up, up. But I think more and more people are gonna select out. They'll select out of public schools. I think they're gonna select out of social media. I think they're gonna select out of jobs at traditional companies as more and more companies become infected with these ideas. And by the way, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think the, the thing that I am probably most proud of in my life is that by going independent, by going solo, building studios, building technology like we did with locals to make sure I'd be okay without big tech, and it's not a perfect system, but we're, we're getting pretty damn close, uh, to employ people, to treat my guys well so they work hard for me so we can grow the business, so I can treat them better and we can keep doing that wonderful exchange that capitalism is all about. Well, in some ways, I've, I've selected out. Now, I do this on YouTube, obviously. We gotta get stuff on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and everywhere else. So there's no perfect system, but I think we have opportunities now to rethink the world and think about what you really want to do. Do you want to send your kids to places where they'll be brainwashed? Do you want to work at big companies that, are that hold views that are antithetical to your own? You got an opportunity to figure it out. So uh, that is today's silver lining. Uh, by the way, guys, part two of my interview with North Korean defector Yanmi Park, who's also a friend of mine and just an absolutely inspirational person who is now worried about America after living in North Korea and China, and she tells us why. Uh, part two of our interview just went up this morning. Part one's already there. Uh, the full episode is already up. 
at rubenreport.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel over here, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do, tomorrow's going to be, I think, all Q&A. So if you want to submit a question, go to rubenreport.com. Uh, I'll be posting in the morning, and you can submit a question in the comments, and we'll do an uncensored Ask Me Anything Q&A. Have a great day, everybody.